are tuning in to the Love Breezy Bree Yoga podcast. My name is Bree, and you can find me at lovebreezybreeyoga.com. Check out the show notes for more information, including a link to my website. Thank you so much for listening. Namaste. Inhale. Exhale. Breathe in, let go. Last time. Prana, life force energy, pratyama, breath work. Yogic breath, one of the eight limbs of yoga, of the Yoga Sutras of Patanjali. My favorite practice is pranayama. There are hundreds, maybe even thousands of different practices of pranayama. Many are so advanced that they are not taught in a typical in-studio, all-levels class setting. And they are so life-changing when you include these many variations and practices of pranayama into your meditative or moving mindful practices such as asana. Today we're going to talk about a more advanced pratyama practice. Now you are familiar with ujjayi breathing, that breath of fire, that ocean-like sound that begins to form in the deep parts of your throat, that inhaling through your nose, exhaling out your nose or through a little crease of forced pressure of air that escapes between the lips, creating an audible sound and a deep connection to creating fire within the body, creating your own hot yoga. Ujjayi breath has been broken down here on yoga podcasts in the past. So before attempting today's breath exercise, Check out a link to that past episode where we discuss how to break down ujjayi breathing. Now the next step from ujjayi breath is kapalabhati breathing. Many people believe that this type of breath work helps to release toxins from the body. As I mentioned, it is advanced yogic breathing. And it is often known as skull shining breath. Kabbalabhati comes from two Sanskrit words, kabbala, which translates to skull, and bhati, which means light. It's an exercise that purifies, rejuvenates, and invigorates the mind and body. When you practice this breath, visualize your skull filling with a bright light. 
This is how its name came about. Now, this cleansing breath can help you not only release stress and toxins from the mind and body, it can also help release negative emotions, shake off sluggishness, and energize. It consists of a series of forceful exhalations followed by passive inhalations. We're going to go through some of those steps So if you feel comfortable enough to practice it, then I invite you along. If not, and you just wish to listen to the instructions on how to do Kabbalah Bhati breathing, then I invite you to do so. Now before we begin, let's discuss the benefits of Kabbalah Bhati practice. Most people who practice Kabbalah Bhati regularly will tell you that they do it because it gives them an energy boost and a surge of heat. There are many reasons to explore the practice. It cleanses the lungs and respiratory system. It strengthens and tones diaphragm and abdominal muscles. It releases those toxins, increases oxygen to cells, purifying blood in the process improves digestion, energizes and clears the mind, focuses attention and warms the body. How to perform this beautiful pranayama practice of yogic breath. Now the important thing to remember for this exercise is that your inhale is passive and your exhale is the forceful, powerful movement. Start this practice at a slow pace. And with time, you can build some speed if it feels comfortable for you to do so. Now, before we begin, I want you to remember that pratyama practices, yogic breath practices, are not simple. They are serious practices that manipulate the breath, the oxygen, and the release. Your body is going against its autonomic, automatic system. Therefore, if not done properly, you actually can induce a panic attack, anxiety, or the inability to feel like you are able to breathe at all. So never take breath work, pratyama practices lightly. Take your time. Enter into this practice with respect and understand that everyone responds differently to breathwork practices. So if you're super new to breathing, then take your time to learn. Learn with a teacher guiding you. Learn in a group setting. Learn by Instructions such as in today's episode or past episodes on yoga podcast, but ultimately begin by being mindful of just taking inhalations and exhalations, noticing when you're holding your breath, at what points do you do so, how you feel when you inhale and hold, how you feel when you exhale. Do you feel dizzy? Do you feel lightheaded? Do you feel nauseous? Do you feel exhausted? Those are all signs that you need to be mindful of being dehydrated, making sure you stay adequately hydrated as deep 
pranayama practices can dehydrate the body. Making sure that you're not too hot or too cold in your environment, that you feel safe and secure in a sacred space, and that you do not have any other ailments that may restrict your ability to breathe properly, such as asthma, allergies, or habits such as smoking or being near smoke or polluted areas. Even doing pratyama in an incense-filled space or by candlelight can actually impair your ability to fully inhale and exhale. So being mindful of that as well. Taking time to take sips in between sips of water or tea in between breath work is important, keeping the mouth lubricated. And just paying attention to your heart rate, making sure that if it's elevating, it feels natural and normal for your body. All right, with all of that said, I invite you to sit comfortably in an upright posture and rest your hands on your lower belly. If you are sitting in a chair, make sure to place both feet on the ground. If your feet do not touch the ground, please put them on top of something that allows you to find stability or place your bum on the earth directly. Take a deep cleansing breath before you begin, in through your nose and out through your mouth. Inhale deeply through your nose, filling your belly with air about three-fourths way full. In a quick motion, forcefully expel all of the air from your lungs while drawing your navel in towards your spine. The primary movement is from your diaphragm. If you need to remember where your diaphragm is, you can do a quick little lesson that you typically do in singing acting classes where you just la 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 if you do not take an inhalation before sounding your voice then you are breathing from your throat space if you take a deep inhalation and then you vocalize you're in your diaphragm space filling your hands on your belly as you do so. So take a deep inhalation here and we're going to vocalize la 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 la. Let's go. Inhale. La 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 la. Right? So now you can see the difference of discovery. So with that, let's inhale deeply through our nose, filling our belly with air about three-fourths of the way. So not full expansion. When you're ready, begin. In a quick motion, forcefully expel all the air from your lungs while drawing in your belly button to your spine. So again, inhale three-fourths of the way, so not full, fullest inhale ever. Open your mouth, let it go, but draw your belly button in at the same time, which is a bit of a practice to do. So let's go. One, two, three, inhale. Notice the difference. Again, inhale. 
release. <sighs> now, if you are not mindful about drawing that navel in, you're going to feel your belly press out. So that's something to keep in mind. Now, once you're ready, you can allow your lungs to fill up naturally with no effort as your belly expands, which means just slowly breathing in passively. So let's try that. I like to do it on a count anywhere from 1 to 10. So for some, 5 midpoint is a lot. For others, 10 is perfect. So take your time inhaling three-fourths of the way, hands on belly button, and then quickly exhale, but draw the belly button in at your own pace. Begin. If you are ready, I'm going to do my own practice out loud, hopefully not interfering with yours. So I'm going to count to 10 as I inhale up and then I will let it all go. Now I did hold my breath at the top instinctively. That is your decision. Of course, if you have any reason to feel your heartbeat getting too elevated or you're getting hot or you're even feeling a little wetness in your palms, then be mindful that you might be creating too much fire energy within. Now, some things to remember that I didn't mention at the top, but I was thinking about was your diet. In Ayurvedic practices, what we eat has a lot to do with how we present. So if you're eating a lot of peppery or hot, spicy, or even just temperature hot foods or drinks, then you are already creating fire in the belly, in the digestive centers of the self. So adding this type of breath work could either be really purifying and digestive for some, or it could be overheating and anxiety provoking for others. So keep that in mind, especially if you have high blood pressure, acid gastric issues, heart disease, abdominal pain, or of course, if you're pregnant, you want to make sure that everything you do is cleared by a medical professional or someone who you're working with that understands how to apply prenatal yogic practices to your body. All right. Now that we've practiced this, you can repeat this cycle 10 times, or you can do cycles of 10 movements three to four times, but you can make this its own pratyama meditative practice in itself. Now, when to do it? Since it's so energizing doing Kabbalabhati breath in the morning will invigorate your wake-up cycle, will help you to kick in to that energetic mode. If you're cold, this is a good way to warm yourself. So doing a few rounds of this on a chilly or snowy day is really good. Mid-afternoon, if you're feeling a slump coming on, if you're feeling exhausted, this is a good way to 
energize, empower you up. And if you are preparing for an asana practice, this might be a good way to get your body warmed up to prepare for that. Now, one of the exceptions might be if you're actually practicing hot yoga in a hot yogic room. Um, you want to be careful with how much kalabati or even ujjayi breathing you might be doing. Fueling the flames from the inside out may be really overwhelming for your nervous system, especially if you're new to hot yoga or you're new to vinyasa or ashtanga or even just breath work. So do everything at your own pace. Remember, yoga will always meet you on the mat. In the meantime, this is one of my favorite practices to do outside of just regular breathing practices. And if you're new to breath work, remember that just inhaling and exhaling, creating balanced breath work, maybe counting to five or 10 on the inhale, holding for a breath or up to five or 10, and then releasing at the same count that you inhaled at is a beautiful practice. You can also inhale slowly and exhale quicker or inhale quicker and exhale slowly. You can hold your breath at the top for longer. You can try different variations of just a gentle breath practice before entering into more pronounced pratyama practices. Thank you, thank you for allowing me to guide you through this beautiful practice that is one of my favorites. Please do go in peace. Namaste. I am so honored that you are listening to the Love Breezy Bree Yoga podcast. Never miss an episode. Download the free app on iTunes, Apple Podcast, Spotify, or Stitcher. Please also rate the show with five stars. I would greatly appreciate that. Visit me on my website at lovebreezybreeyoga.com. I include free yoga sequences every single month. You can leave a comment or message me and we can connect. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful, wonderful personal practice. Namaste.